good afternoon and good evening. Welcome to Ungakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of August 11th, 2023. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Konbawa, genki, minasan. Oh, genkis and deeds. How you guys been and what you been listening to? Let's start with you, Gray. Yeah, so uh, for me, uh, as we were recording uh, the last episode, about a day and a half later, uh, you know, I was talking about you know how much I'm loving uh, Kenya Fujita, and uh, he finally dropped his infant terrible EP, and that has pretty much been on repeat ever since. Like this, this is a really good EP. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. I still think Mask in Love is probably my favorite song that he does, but. Uh, Infant Terrible does a really good job of showcasing what Kenya Fujita can do and just really showcasing his vocals and his vocal stylings. Uh, I think he has amazing vocals and, uh, you know, it was really nice to hear, you know, this EP. This is, you know, he's done just like some singles. This is the his biggest release so far and it's just six tracks, but uh, you know he's really you know moving closer to that album, and uh, I, I'm really excited for when he drops that album because it's gonna be awesome. Uh, so I've been really enjoying that. Uh, I'm still enjoying Swing a Soul by Three House, which is uh, Swing a Soul is an album. Uh, it's Three House's album. It's his most current album, and he's also in like this R&B style and feel. Uh, fun fact: he was a artist I was going to do a music corner for, but. He doesn't have a website, so uh, his Instagram is his main official website. So, uh, but if you get a chance and you like uh, R and B, if you kind of like Kenya Fujita sort of thing, uh, check out Three House. He, he's pretty solid, uh, and like I said, Swing of Soul is really good. I, I've just been having a ton of fun with that one. Uh, after some some prodding from a really close friend, I I checked out the two latest releases by Ghostlike Girlfriend, uh, Bye Bye featuring Foy and you, you uh, can Dreaming. say it's me. <laughs> I, I know it's you. Well, I figured you'd speak up for yourself. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, Ken. Uh, after Ken poking a prod at me, I, I checked out these two and uh, they're fantastic. I don't know which one I like more. I'll be honest. Uh, Dreaming and Bye Bye. Bye are both really good albums. Bye bye is fantastic. Or not albums, but singles. But yeah, uh, like they're just really good releases and stuff. I also found uh, an artist I need to check more out. I don't know if it's a. I think it's a male, but I'm I'm going to keep it gender neutral for the moment. Uh, they go by Loki Design. That's their artist name, and they have a single called "Calm Your Mind." It's really good. And, and I really liked it. Again, it's this. I've been in like this R and B slash soul kick for a while now. I'm, I'm wondering how long it's going to go. Like I, I just, I don't know why. I've just been craving it. And uh, you know, he's again in that same vein. Uh, it's it's really good. And uh, I really really like uh, low key designs. Calm your mind. So you know, I'm going to check out more of low-key designs work it's a guy so it is a guy okay i thought it was but you can you never know these days it seems like and no nah, uh, i mean if you, la- if you go on their twitter they literally have two guys on it 
<laughs> fair point. Fair point. I haven't gone on his X. I haven't checked him out on X. Yeah, uh, there because yeah. it's 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 the guy's vocal. It, they're they're a duo. Yeah, it is a duo. It's a it's a duo pair. That's right. I remember now. It's been a long day. I'm I'm sorry if I get some wires crossed. Mm. Uh, but it is it's a duo. It's a male duo. You're you're correct, Ken. Thank you for. I mean, me they're, they they are just yo know, soapy but guys. So you know. <laughs> that, that's well, what I you, like. That's I, what you just gotta think of. <laughs> well, I I like the their calm your mind mm. uh, release. So uh, I, I'm gonna check out more of their work. Uh, and uh, somebody else who uh, I this is a mini album that he just dropped. It's called I. Uh, and again, it's. In that same R and B slash soul vein, but uh, Kazuki Hayashi, uh, he's dropped a mini album. Uh, he's got some really good vocals too. I, I really like his his vocals uh, on his I mini album, and so uh, I was checking that out uh, a couple days ago, and was really digging it at work. Uh, it helped it helped me get through uh, some a boring work day. Uh, his i his i mini album. So I I really that's, that's kind of like what I've been listening to as of late. Uh, you know, like I said, just continuing this R and B slash soul kick and stuff. So uh, I don't I don't know how long it's gonna last. I'm, I'm kind of eager to see when I'll get tired of it. I I doubt I will. Well, I won't right. get fully tired of it, but I'll probably move on to something else. I hope you don't. For the moment, I'm gonna enjoy because I can finally I'm enjoying it. I, I can finally recommend music to you. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will do what I can. <laughs> but Luna, what have you been listening to? So I've been listening to kind of a hodgepodge of things. I um I know Gray, you had told me about Lana because of the L seven blues one, which I had also listened to on one of those playlists on Apple. So I've been following her since she dropped L seven blues and it actually released on her new EP called Nineteen that just dropped uh the twenty sixth of July. And I love it. So not all the songs are like, oh my god, I love them. But I mean, in general, it is a solid EP. And I didn't realize how young she was, actually. So I've been watching a lot of her videos and posts. But I love the lead track on there, which is Bash Batch, Bash Bash, featuring JP the Wavy and A Witch. I think that one's pretty solid. And I like that JP the Wavy doesn't do his auto-tuning really in it, which made me happy. I also love the song Turn It Up on there. That's probably my favorite song on the EP in general. It, it, it's it been one of my hits on that. I also like Huh featuring Madi. And I will say like discovering Lana led me to a couple other artists too that I'm just like, okay, this and there is she was featured on this hip hop Japan, like this J hip hop station on Apple. And it really got me into a couple other artists. And one of them, Gray, I think you might like, since you're getting to your R&B and soul. Her name is Rie Hata. And a lot of her songs are soul-ish. She's great vocals. And she's a variety of songs. So far, it's all digital singles. 
but my favorite one by her right now is called Summer Escape. And that one just came out on June 7th of this year, and it is phenomenal. And because of that one, I actually started checking out some of her other tracks, because Summer Escape is really what pulled me in. But going through what else she has, I'm like, oh, wow, I really like Catch the Vibe. That is really good, too. And then her song Going In was really good. But I I started discovering her. And, of course, it, it's led me to a couple other ones as well. And I did listen to Madi's Penthouse EP. Ken, you would just laugh at this. I know you're shy. You'd be like, why are you listening to this? And you'd laugh. <laughs> but I will say I really like Madi's rap. I But... I didn't care for some of the compositions, which kind of disappointed me. I also, the songs are hilarious. I actually can't repeat at least two of them <laughs> on here, but it was uh, very interesting. I am kind of watching her to see what else she'll do. Uh, I also, uh, I don't like Mondays dropped their summer ghost single and that came out in July 12th. And ever since that dropped, I've been listening to it. I love the lyrics to it. And I like their vocals. I also had a couple of their other songs in repeat, such as Lemonade and Tonight. Those are part of my summer mix. So adding Summer Ghost to my summer playlist was just perfect. Also checked out Imee and Jasmine and Modesty Beats new single Risk It All. And I loved it. I will say Imee and Jasmine have a great blend of vocals. And so far, anything Modesty Beats has produced has been phenomenal. So if you're looking for some good R&B soul with female vocalist, I do recommend checking out the single with Imee, Jasmine, Modesty Beats or anything with Imee in it. Her vocals are very solely and a lot of her songs are in English. Also was excited that Imer's new album, Open a Door, dropped. So I was debating on pre-ordering it, and then I ended up listening to it, and I, I really enjoyed it. It I don't like it as much as Walpurgis, but it's been very solid. And I really like Asagakuru, I Know You Know, Spiral Dance, Skylight. So I've been listening to that one, waiting for my copy to come in. And... Another new summer track, Bonnie Pink has actually been dropping a lot of singles lately, and it makes me very happy. So she released a new one called Hana Be Delight, and I love it. It's just oozes with summer, and also given Bonnie Pink's style, it's something refreshing from a lot of the usual summer songs you hear. So for me, it was just something I needed. And, of course, Ken, you always, you're the one who got me into him, is He Die Die. Mm. I was listening to his new EP, Surf and Turf. Oh, yes. It is so good. Oh, my gosh. I, I, and I know you're the one who got me into, because there's a specific song I freaking loved. It was his summer song, and why can't I find it now? Because I listen to it every freaking day. And it's not Stand By You, Stand By Me, which I listen to all the time, too. But I didn't realize He Die Die, He Die Die dropped a best album earlier this year, and it made me really sad because oh, yeah. I would have bought this. Yeah, and May seventh he dropped it out. But I love Slow and Easy. That's the song that really got me obsessed with He Die Die. And then I was excited to see Surf and Turf came out, and Lovely Day, Lovely Place is really good. I love Endless Summer. 
Surf and Turf was very country. I was, I didn't know what to think of it at first because I heard it and I'm like, oh, this is kind of islandy. And I'm like, oh, no, this is not islandy. This reminds me of country music. But I really liked his lyrics because he made it a lot of fun. And I mean, the whole EP is solid. I think it was just like a nice something I really needed to get you up. And Kiki Vivi Lily, one of our previous Music Corner alums, she released an EP called Blossom. So I was very excited to see that. And I've been checking that out this month as well. And that has been nice. I really like 39 Minutes and Hoshi Coffee Shop as well. So yeah, mainly mine has been like summer theme type of things and trying to keep up with all those new releases. What I'm about you, Ken? I'm surprised you didn't mention one new release that just came out. I want to say a couple, uh, 10 days ago. And that is Kurokumi's latest single, Black Wings. Black Wings. It's really good, actually. I'm listening. It is really good. I actually was listening to that earlier today. And I should have mentioned that. But since it just dropped, I haven't listened to it as much. But yes, it is phenomenal. And when that music video came out, I was so freaking excited. You have no idea. And then there's an also another release that I, I'm i pretty surprised both of you haven't really, uh, talked about. Well, maybe a little bit more Luna here, but there's um, Utari Karu's latest single, Gold, Gold? Ma- yep. Mata Aohimade. So that's so. also in my recently played, and I feel like I should have mentioned that, but I liked it. I I think I thought it was really good. I was very excited to see that she released a new digital single, and I I enjoyed that. And Momoon also released a new album called Felt Sense, which I haven't got a chance to fully listen to. I did see where Utada released a new song. I just hadn't had a chance to check it out yet. Yeah. So. I, then, since Luna liked it, though, I, I, I'm I'm willing to give it a shot. So. I really liked it. And then, Gray, yeah. I think you should also listen to a band called the Blue Swing. It's called B-L-U-Swing. They're also really good. Uh, the the vocalist is phenomenal. Simple Love. They're, they just released a brand new album called Spectre. I want to say earlier in, in the year, like May-ish. And that was actually really, really good. So... All right, I'm writing down all the recommendations, so I'll definitely check them out uh, once, uh, you know, w- once I get the opportunity. Sounds sounds intriguing. Yeah, and then so obviously I've been listening to a whole hodgepodge of things. One of the very interesting releases that came up around this time around is the fact that so, you know, I've been still listening to the Seraphim. I've been kind of very interested of what they're going to do for their Japanese version of Unforgiven. And one of the things that they announced and released for the Japanese version of Unforgiven is that Ado is going to be a part of that single. And I was thinking to myself, how in the world is Ado going to be a part of this? Because she has her own vocal style. Granted, she has been getting away from her autoisms and been really relying on her vocals itself compared to everything else that she usually does for her other earlier songs like Usewa and stuff like that and actually it really really works like honestly upon listening to it I could not tell what was the difference between 
the girls and of La Seraphim and which one was Otto's vocals. I had to listen to it, uh, watch a breakdown of who's singing what to find out what was Otto saying. And it literally just sounded like she was a part of the, the group there. And I was very, very surprised at that fact. So I'm very, I'm looking forward to the physical release of this. And I'm pretty sure it's going to hit very, very well because the Seraphim is doing very, very well on the hype stages here for Japan. And I'm, I'm interested to see how you take it. I know Unforgiven is a little bit of, it's a little bit on the hard side, but if they balance it up with a softer song, which they have done for their pra, their past uh, Fearless release for Japan, and I think it'll be very, very good because they, what's very interesting about La Seraphim is they, they can go hard when they need be, but the the power that they have is their vocals and when they rely on their vocals itself they have some really good releases and i want to check that out since you mentioned it i i really like that auto can conform to what she does and she just has this wide range and i i i feel like that's also one of the reasons it makes her successful and i've garnished a lot more appreciation for her music than I did than I did when we fir- when I first heard her. Oh yeah, and then obviously like everyone and their freaking mother for Jap- for Japan. I've been listening to Seven as well, and if you guys don't know what Seven is, it's sung by Jungkook. And if you guys don't know who Jungkook is, it's one of the members of BTS, and because BTS is on hiatus because the members are doing military service at this time. I, I'll I'll tell you this much. So there's a there's a clean version and an explicit version. It's it's funny to listen to what is popular because the fact that on social media it's the clean version that's going to be playing, obviously. However, Japan, if you go on the top Tokyo top twenty five trends list, it's the explicit version, and I'm just laughing because this shows that the Japanese people don't understand English all too well <laughs> because that song is freaking dirty. It, it is it's 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 a really good song. If if I had to recommend any song, like Gray, I think you would like this song, but I think you would like the clean version. <laughs> Pro- probably, yeah. That'd be a good guess. Let's just say this much. Ex- switch out the word love, lovin' to the other word of lovin', and that's the entire song. Uh, that That's all the expedite. And they use it very, very heavenly. And I get it. I get it. It's because they want to make a point. And it's just, when I first listened to the song, it threw me off guard of how, just like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's how it is. And I get it. And I get it. But I was listening to the clean version this entire time. But it's the one that, Digitally, it's the the how the Japanese audience stuck. It's the, it's the explicit version. So I just started laughing because I was just like, uh, "This is where, you know, Japan not knowing what meanings of English words is just on full effect here." <laughs> but it's a good song. I I would say it that much, regardless of clean or explicit version. It's a very very good song, and I can see why a lot of people like this song. So, there's that. But besides that, I was listening to also Organic Call with their release of Yume o Goku Kuga Yuake. It's 
fantastic. I highly recommend that. Yeah, I have Mold 74 with their Kyoko Shimika release. That's also very, very good. I highly recommend that as well. I was also going to, to Midorioka. It's been a while since I've listened to some good old Inca here. And her release of uh, Tsubaki Hime Saita is absolutely fantastic. Highly recommend it. I was also listening to Tokimeki Records because of the release of Sweet Escape featuring our good friend Hikari from Mime is on there. Very, very good. I would highly recommend that as well. And, you know, going back to what I was doing with BRB and Syrup with their release of Sad Girl, I was also listening to some BRB as well. Their latest release of Sharp Knife with Kurt. Uh, Kire is also really, really good, so highly recommend that as well. So, Fuji Fabric with their par Particle Dream single. You know, it's been a while since I've been listening to Fuji Fabric, so I had to come back to them. Been on a rock kick for them more so this time around. Um, you can also have Silver, which is done by Lily Cone. Lily Cone is fantastic. Very, very hard, hard rock, though, so just be on the the lookout there i uh, also have a cinema ep specifically the song new tokyo from the rock band gentle flower gentle flowers fantastic as well i've been see the thing is i've been listening to a lot of alternative and alternative new band stuff has been kind of kicking off for here so but lastly i was listening to uh size of kaiju by back number fantastic release so Besides that, eh, not too much. A lot, a lot of the usual things. But with that, let's continue on to the Oricon here, as it is the first episode of the month that has the the Oricon updated. And yeah, it, it, it tells you what July is for, because it's just a majority of these songs are summer releases songs. So yeah, you can definitely feel, feel that summer breeze in them. So I'm I, I was excited to hear some more summary things. Yeah, it, it's nice to, I you know, tr them try to capture like the the rays of sun in in music form. So I don't know. I th I thought it was a. I tend to like the the summer releases. So uh, this is usually a time of the year I, I look forward to. So. But yeah, with that, let's start off at number 10 with Sweet by Octopath. And I know you've been really high of them since their last release, Gray. And what does the Sweet hit the sweet spot for you this time around? Uh, yeah, no, I love Sweet by Octopath. Um, I, I think Octopath is on a roll with every release. They, they seem to get better. And uh, I, I thought this was just kind of continuing that trend uh, that we've been seeing. Uh, sweet is really nice. If, I, if, if anything, I wish it would try it a little higher because it just I really liked it this is one of my highlights of the week uh, there's like two or three that we'll talk about uh, I, I do think the one of the things about this week is I think the best songs are kind of towards the bottom but we'll, we'll get we'll we'll get more into that as we go but I, I love sweet I love the the lyrics I love the vocals in it it, it just it lives up to its name it's you know you hear a song titled Sweet, it sounds like that. It just has a sweet sound. Uh, and I think the guys just sound so good together. Um, but this was a strong release overall. Uh, Diary and Wake Up are also really good songs. Uh, and I really like this release as a whole. And, um, and I, I'm really looking forward to 
what these guys do next. I like I said, I think they've been on a roll, and just it's nice to see them continue that that momentum that they've been building. I mean, I I liked Sweet. I thought it was a nice, cute song. I kind of knew what I was getting with Octopath, and it wasn't. It didn't hit as well as the the last one they did, but I still thought it was. It was it was fun. I mean, it was they they had good vocals in it. It was cute. You know what you were getting, but I still loved. It was perfect. That was the one I really liked. But yeah, you know, for me, I really like Sweet. You know, this is the first Octopath release that I actually did not mind. Yeah, I mean, you know, hey, this is what they're. There are a handful of releases now. This is like, what, the f- fourth or fifth now, I want to say? Fourth out, fourth, one, two, three, fourth actual, I guess, physical single, but then they also have... Showcase, their album that came yeah, out. Yeah, well, I mean, Showcase is an album. I mean, it's a bop like in Sweet. I oh, mean, yeah, Sweet it's a bop, so yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not a bop, yeah. man. It's not a bop. <laughs> Technically, four singles and an album... I mean, they're, yeah, I mean, they're still early in their career. Yeah, I mean, with that, I mean, overall, I've, they, they, they liken themselves as, you know, the reason probably why you liked Diary here is because they are trying to do a summer tune of chill hip-hop. That's what they named this song, the chill hip-hop tune, Summer Tune Diary. Now, if you give... If I, you, I can see that. I can totally see that. With that, you know, overall, I like the, the release here, and it shows that, you know, with Produce 101, they're actually working on, on groups that are doing very, very well with here. And, you know, we have this stigma, especially with how Produce 101 has been doing their releases. They've been kind of settling down and kind of figuring out what's working, what's not working. I mean, hell, the the, the group that wasn't working first off was is one, and guess what happened to that? <laughs> Makes sense. It, well, I mean, it's technically, well, I mean, technically, it's La Seraphim. <laughs> but with that, sweet soul, the wonderful. 48,606 copies here and I guess going up to number nine it is brand bright and funky flushing I'm guessing that's what it is right funky and flushing uh funky flushing yeah or is it does it have no yeah just funky flushing no g fucking funky flushing that's also that also what that also what happens uh, when you give Lou some cheese there. So, oh lord, yeah, oh lord. But yeah, what did you guys think about the this lovely release here? Let's start with you, Luna. So I loved Funky Flush, and I I thought it was a ton of fun. And their vocals in Juice Juice were phenomenal. I I mean, it was a great summer song, but it wasn't one of those that feels generic and you're going to forget about it next year. I think the composition makes it feel very memorable. It's really the instruments you hear in the track in general that put that 
oomph in it. And also Juice Juice, their vocals are always good. They're one of those groups that I, I usually love. If I don't love both of them, I at least love one of the songs they release in their single. I mean, I still thought um, Pride Pride Brighto was Pride Bright was okay, but it wasn't. It was Funky Flushing was where it was at, and what disappointed me, and I know Gray probably agrees with me, is it was not on Apple, and that means you gotta buy it because you watch that promotional clip for Funky Flushing, and you really get drawn in. And it makes you think, man, I want to buy it just so I can have this song. Yeah, Juice Juice does this frequently. And it's always because sometimes they'll do it with the leading track and sometimes it'll be the second track. Whatever track is not on Apple Music is the superior track. I, I They have a perfect digital, digital record of doing that. Yeah, or It's not available digitally. Well, you might be able to buy it through iTunes. I hadn't looked at that. Well, I mean streaming digitally. That's what we mean by digital. Yeah, yeah. That that is what I do mean. Yes. Uh, but I I really I I think Pride Bright I is the is really good. I think it's a really solid song overall. But uh, Funky Flushing was so good, so memorable, uh, and really just a standout performance uh just the music was really good i thought the melody was very catchy i thought the girls did an excellent job uh that's a really good music video that they have for that uh it it was just an absolute delight uh to listen to and it just it depresses me so much that you know i can't just Go hit the plus sign and listen to it whenever I want. I got to jump through some extra hoops because they. What you talking about? It's fair. About? They want you to buy it. What are you I, talking I get about? it. Like I said beforehand, you can all you can do to solve your problems is just get YouTube Premium. That is true. I could do that. That that solves a majority of the problems that we've been having as of late. <laughs> you can listen to it without without turn on your phone. It's digital technically can download it also <laughs> then you can listen to all the johnny songs as well because the johnny songs are available via them these so that, that, that solves your problems right then and there might have to look into getting uh youtube premium <laughs> i might have to do it <laughs> Because I was going to say, a majority, like, I want to say a a third of the problems that we always have is, you know, we find the music video, the official music video, and, you know, it sucks, because, like like you said earlier, it sucks that it's not available on international streaming services, and, you know, one of the things that we could do, I mean, I mean, Japan has done it very, very successfully for getting around with Johnny stuff as well, is just YouTube Premium. (laughs) But it is what it is here. I mean, I, going on up, you know, for me, it's uh, for Pride Bright, I guess, here. Um, for and, and Funky fl- f- Flushing here. It, it, it was all right. I, I understand what they were trying to do for, for, for Pride Bright. Um, and it, it was all right. And then Funky Flushing, I mean, it edges it out just 
ever so slightly here, but um, I'm not too sure what to say more that it's just standard idol, you know. The thing is that I have a problem is, you know, all the idol songs, for the most part that we're going to come across this, they're all summer idol songs. And unfortunately, you can't reinvent the wheel with summer idol songs anymore. It's not like how it was 10, hell, 15 years ago. 15 years ago, you were getting songs. We're going to come across a song that literally came out almost 10 years ago, 10, 15 years ago, that they were like, yeah, we're going to drudge this song out because of the fact that it's our number one summer song here and nothing can stop us from doing it. <laughs> and it's it's just sad. I mean, I don't know personally. I mean, when we get to Juice Juice, I mean, it feels like, for me personally, they're just going day by day. There's nothing more I can do. But that's just my deal with idols there's nothing no new idol group traditional idol groups anyway has caught in my eye for quite a long time no i understand what you're saying i i mean you know the i the whole idol industry really could use some revitalization uh really uh but i i think juice juice is always doing their own thing. I think they're usually a cut above the rest. Uh, even so at their slight. worst. Yeah, ever so slight, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, I mean, regardless, it, this did sell very well for the month. It sold about 49,509 copies here. Going on up to number 8, it is Higher Slash Monster by Little League from Exile Tribe here. And, you know, this is their second release here for 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 them and this is one of the newer groups from Exile Tribes. And honestly it's alright. I mean well I mean you're the Exile Tribe person here, Luna. What do you think about this release? Are you sure I'm an Exile Tribe person here? I always do this. <laughs> I know you do. So I I actually was surprised by Lil League. I I like their vocals. I like that they're on that vocal heavy side. They're also yeah. not doing your usual exile tribe group type of thing. Because my issue with a lot of the tribe, and I, lo I love the ex some of the exile tribes. I mean, are they hit or miss? Yes. But I feel like with Little League, they do shine above the rest because they don't sound like your typical exile tribe. They don't sound like Fantastics. They don't sound like Generations. And I like that about them. They're doing something a little different. I mean, can you tell they're still exile? Absolutely. But they still find a way to stand out above the rest. And if if you're not super into like the exile tribes, I think you some people might really like their style. I mean, I actually enjoyed the single. I thought it was pretty fun. I was very surprised that I enjoyed it. I was like, oh, this is nice. This is something different that I really didn't expect. And I, I do recommend people checking it out. It was fun. Yeah. Uh, Little League is a group that I knew about. I have not, this is my first opportunity to check them out. I had, I know they had a release back in January. I think that's when they debuted. 
and I hadn't had a chance to check that one out yet. So this has been kind of on my to-do list. Uh, but I really liked uh, Higher Slash Monster by Lil League. Uh, this was uh, a really good release. And fun fact, uh, if you do listen to this, I don't know if it's true on Spotify but or other streaming services. I, I know this is true for Apple Music. The album cover is actually animated. Uh, it, it's a balloon that that goes up. It's it's pretty interesting. I had never seen that. Uh, so fun fact: if you're checking it out, uh, the that picture is animated and it's a balloon going higher. Uh, so, but this was a really good. I, I thought this was really just a surprising release. As a whole, I thought Higher was just this fun, interesting song uh, with really good vocals. Monster, I was kind of expecting a little bit more because because it's an exiled tribe group. I, when I, you know when you have a song title called Monster, you're just kind of expecting that more traditional LDH vibe from the song, and it doesn't go for that. It kind of pivots a little bit and goes its own direction, and I I really liked it. I thought it was. Uh, a little different and it helped them stand out if if anything it helped them stand out from their own brand much less the market as a whole uh so i i thought monster was a really really good song and i had a lot of fun with that one uh and gateway was really good uh and yada the last song i th- also thought was really good and uh, yada was I think my favorite song because I wasn't expect. It was a, another one of those songs where I walked into it kind of expecting a little bit more LDH kind of dance heavy style song, and it it was a pretty intensive vocal song. It it kind of starts off a little slow, but it does pick up as it goes, and I I, I did I, I liked it quite a lot, and I I really like Little League. I would like to, I don't know if they had a ballad on their January release but I'd like to see these guys tackle a ballad uh, in the near future to see what they can do uh really push their vocals to the limit uh I, they have a lot of potential uh to be fantastic and uh I'm I can't wait to see what they do next cuz uh this was a lot of fun and I had a, a blast with this I I think this was my favorite song of the week my favorite release so um i i really enjoyed it but yeah i mean regardless i mean for higher monster for me i've i i i'm liking the trajectory that little league is going towards granted you know i i have my issues with the exile tribes because of the fact that you know it is exile tribe and part of ldh and they have a specific style for them and you know, I'm I'm liking the fact that both Higher and Monster kind of breaks that mold of just being a little bit more chilled out for the for the most part. And you know, yeah, I I believe we came across this because they are calling themselves the Gen Z group here, and I, I remember stating that fact as well because of the fact that it's it's a little bit more toned down, it's a little bit more casual for the the general audience here that they could kind of get behind and that's something that they kind of need because you know hey not all people are gonna like the harder 
dance style groups that exile tribe does usually same for like how johnny's is not all all people are going to like the johnny style that's why they have so many groups that do so many different other things as much as begrudgingly we don't like it and it doesn't have tunes to us it is something that they do that they can just reach out to a more broader audience here i've been just staring at this image for like you know the past two minutes i've been doing this monologue here and this i haven't moved at once <laughs> I, I promise you are you looking at it on your computer no i'm looking at it on my phone <laughs> it's supposed on your phone it's supposed to be moving it moved on my phone i i promise you i promise you <laughs> i've been playing i've been playing the whole thing muted this entire time <laughs> ever since you said it moves i was like i gotta test this theory <laughs> okay so, sorry i was muted when i when uh so you're in the single itself where you can see all four songs correct yes oh okay that's weird mine's moving i was making sure you were there because you know I was staring at my phone and it wasn't moving and I realized I wasn't in the actual single. Higher slash monster. So the wonderful 54,499 copies here and going on up to number seven. It is Chikyugi by Yunezu Kenshi. Now I know how we feel about Kenshi and this is his, you know, other releases that he's been doing as of late. I mean, this is a part of uh, Kimitachi wa Do Ikiru Ka, which is the new movie by Ghibli here. And it's his latest physical release since Kickback, technically. I mean, he has released several digital releases. And what, what did we think about this release? I know, you know, Kenji is a very polarizing artist that we've either like or don't like depending on you know his usual style here but what do we think about this release this time around here gray so uh i really like this this is i think the second or third song in a row that kenshi's done that i i've thoroughly enjoyed uh uh shikyugi is just a really really well done song and it, it kind of goes back to what I, I continually talk about. Like I, I know Kenshi kind of sometimes loses me as a listener because he gets a little bit more experimental than it's out of my taste. Uh, but he is an amazing composer. Uh, I, I still think of all the people we talk about on this podcast, I think Kenshi Yonezu is probably the best one of the one of the best if not the best composers in Japan right now uh, his song composition work really takes the music industry to the next level and uh, Shikyugi is just another example in that uh, that just he is such an amazing songwriter or song composer at least with song compositions because he, he does a great job of working in instruments that you you normally don't hear uh, in his songs that and they sound really good they, they they sound like they like they fit they don't sound like they're out of place or anything like that like one of the things that came to my attention while listening to this is there is 
you know, you wouldn't know it. Uh, and, and like, if you've heard, if you've heard it enough, you can kind of tell what it is. But in the song, there's a bagpipe that's played and it perfectly accompanies the song. It doesn't stand out in any way. I mean, it stands out in that it harmonizes with the music and sounds good, not stand out as in it detracts from the song. Uh, and it's done so well, so expertly well. Uh, that it's just mind blowing when you hear it, and uh, he he really does a great job singing uh, Shikugi. This is a really good showcase of his vocals. He stays really really well in his range, uh, and I mean he he does play it a bit straight. It is for a Ghibli movie, and it sound it does sound like a Ghibli song, which might be another reason why I liked it so much, uh, but. I did. I thought this was amazing and uh, just a really, really good release. Uh, and uh, it, it, Kenshi Yonezu always keeps me on my on my feet. And that's another thing I, I love and hate about him is you never know. It, will I like the next one? Will I not like the next one? Like he, he really, like he is one of the most standout artists in his variety and his song type. Like it just he goes. I don't. I don't want to say like he's all over the place because that would make it sound bad. But he just he brings such a wide variety of music that he's just able to encapsulate and do so well. So uh, he is he is really really good, and the just sometimes I don't. It's just sometimes he's out of my taste, but I I like this quite a lot. I thought Shikugi was fantastic, uh, and it was an amazing listen to. So, I really like Shikugi. Uh, I it doesn't have your typical Kenshi, I guess you could say mannerisms, which I love the Kenshi mannerisms you get from his music. But at the same time, I also like songs like Shikugi, which do showcase hey, not all his songs have those mannerisms that turn a lot of people off that he still has that capability to switch that off when he wants. And Shugi definitely fits that. I I thought it was a really nice song, like Grace stated. It does fit with the Ghibli theme easily, and I think Kenshi was a great choice. It's also nice seeing some more releases from him, just because, I mean, he's one of those artists who doesn't constantly put out new music and I do love that about him because of the time that goes into it and you do hear that with Chiyugi and I, I I thought it was beautiful and brilliant and I'm looking forward to seeing what else he's going to be doing but right now this tides me over until we get some new stuff and Lemon I still keep going back to Stray Sheep because I love that album so much like for for me, you know this this release for Chikugi, it reminds me of Spirits of the Sea. Granted, it's a more straight version of that because you know during that time Kenshi does his vocal range and he does ex- extensions for his vocal range in Spirit of the Sea, which I I know was one of the reasons that she didn't really like that release. Gray, I personally love that release because it is a slower tempo song through what he was doing. But 
you know, for me, I think this is for for Kenshi. It's a very important release as well, and he he's been playing it up very very much so because of the fact that all the last couple of releases that he's done, you know, with this, with with Lady and Schemo, uh, Miteita, which is the Fall Fat C sixteen release, you know, that's three releases all within I want to say that's four to six month time period here that he's been really really doing some really solid work and granted you know he last year you know he only released also another three songs and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the album is coming up at this point because of the fact that it's been a while <laughs> Because he hasn't released anything for an album-wise since, you know, since Pale Blue was an al- a single. And it'll be it'll be very good to see an album. I, I'm anticipating it for the end of the year again. And then we can listen to your favorite song of all time, Graham. Kickback. Kickback was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that's your... The song that you just did not like from him straight up because the other songs you have something one or another that wasn't like you could get you can see, understand his point but you just didn't like it but i think kickback it for us too i think it's the only song that all three of us had a problem with right i, I was about to say i was like i don't i remember i wasn't the only one who wasn't a huge huge fan of that one uh, i remember that one yeah because it really sounded like he wrote that song to fit the anime that it was attached to, which I guess made some sense, but it, it just does not land for me. Even though that was a huge song and everybody liked it. Well, More you know, to the, you, but, you say yeah. that, you say that, Gray, but all of his releases since M87 has been for something. Well, and that's true, too. That, that's a very true point, but I don't have anything more to add to that. Because <laughs> I'm like, let me let me just double check this, because I'm pretty sure "Lady" was used for something. Yeah, so "Lady" was you you for was used for some some Coca Cola thing, which was involving a lady. <laughs> but, Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. So, but yeah, all of his songs, for the most part, ever since M M eighty seven was been a part of something. Even pop song, pop song too, was also used for the PlayStation stuff. So, he's always been involved for something. But I think what you're what you're saying is, I think for for Kickback specifically, ever since um, Uda Toshika, with with uh, Song of the Deep here. Is it sounds like something was up enforcing that <laughs> or willing it into existence more than it being a natural process? Because Skio Miteita, which is part of the Final Fantasy 16 song, it works naturally, it doesn't sound like it's a forced song that he did. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, I feel like Lady sounded like a pretty, I mean, I, I didn't, I mean, I had a feeling it was 
tied to something, but that was more just due to kind of like what you pointed out where he's, you know, all of his releases as of late have been kind of tied to something. But had I not known that, you know, to me, like Lady, it sounds like just a regular song. It doesn't sound like it's tied to anything particular uh, and stuff. And uh, yeah, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, that that's the, 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 the curse of being a, a Sony artist, huh? That that is the curse of being a Sony artist. Like they 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 really work their, uh, their people. No, not so much they work their people. No matter what release you're doing, if it's not tied to something, it's not gonna get released. <laughs> that too. That that's what I mean. <laughs> but regardless, Chikugi sold a wonderful. 70,825 copies here. And going on up to number six, it is Tocho Choto Fuante Natsu Ochano Mama Mahoroba Ikoi Noba Showa Mo Ryuman Mono Watashitachiwa Shiken Nare and Yoridori Mi Dream. Triple A side by the wonderful group of Ocha Norma, and <laughs> oh boy, I have I have some things to say about this. <laughs> Let's start with you, Gray. This was a very interesting release. I didn't know what to make of it when I first heard it, but uh, I I will say of all the songs on this release, I do think. Uh, Choto uh, Jochu Fu, Fuante Natsu I think that was probably the strongest song that was the first song on yeah. the on the that I, I thought it was okay. it kind of starts off a little rocky but once the song gets going which, which is not the highest praise like well you, you gotta kind of ignore the first 45 seconds of the song uh, but once it gets past that, like it's it's kind of get it gets catchy a little bit, and it's you know it, it's pretty good for what it is. Uh, I the other songs were forgettable, but uh, I thought the opening track was mildly catchy uh, and worked really good. Uh, but yeah, Ocha Norma. Uh, I mean, uh. How often do you see a quadruple A side release? Like, I mean, I guess uh, you know they're they're really putting them out there. But uh, yeah, I it's like I guess I I think it's really just forgettable for the most part by and large. Oh no, I and, I, compl- I completely agree with you here, Greg. You know that's one of the things I've been saying. Like, you know, you have this group who. You know, is trying to force all their songs out and be to be important because the the releases beforehand for um, Ume no Cha 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 Natsen Uchiya Chikyu Chikyu Jimoto Janine. You know, this is their third release, and this is their really way of saying, "Hey, you know, we're here. We're gonna make importance of all the songs that we're releasing." This is not it, man. I mean. It's it's 
difficult enough that hey hey you're doing a summer idol release and what did i say earlier it's hard to do one that's not reinventing the wheel already it, it just gets lost in the crowd with just so many other summer idol releases that you can't there's there's no way to do a, a correctly anyway without being so out there yeah and i guess that's the problem especially the month you, i mean obviously when you're doing a summer song you have to it has to be in the the summer months but man i mean if you're gonna re- if you're an idol group and you're gonna release a summer song in july it needs to slap hard uh because it it doesn't if it doesn't you you do get lost in the shuffle and that that's just a, a reality of it which is very unfortunate uh and uh it's I mean, it is what it is, but it makes it, it makes it, our jobs a little hard because it's like, well, you know, th- this song sounds a lot like the other songs that came out. Hoorah. Uh, it just doesn't really shake it up enough. And like I said, you know, I think the girls do a pretty good job for, you know, what this is. But it, it's just... It's really by the numbers. It's by the numbers summer idol on, on top of that. So it's just like, I'm not saying that you've heard this song before, but I can guarantee you probably heard something kind of similar to it somewhere down the road. Like, it's just not, it is not reinventing the wheel at all. And that that's, a, it, they need to, they, they really need to, because it's just, it, it does get lost in the shuffle. So it was, Ocha Norma was very, interesting I I don't really know how to describe them I I also I do feel like this this even though there were four it was a quadruple a side I think my issue with it is every single one ran together and all of these are gonna just get lost over the next several weeks I mean just with the amount sheer amount of summer songs coming out and even though i didn't i i thought you know like yori dori me dream was pretty fun i i still i don't know i i just feel like it became this giant hodgepodge of all these tracks sounding the same just being one giant ep of a never-ending track i mean yeah you could tell when one led into the next but at the same time it was really hard for me to tell you out of all of them, which is my favorite because they all blended together and I, I can't tell you which is which at this point. And that's really sad for me because I did like their vocals, but when everything just starts becoming one and you can't choose your favorite because they all sound the same or remember, that's a problem. But I, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing if they'll change something up maybe next time. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to write them off yet, but this just kind of... <laughs> I am. Like I said, this is their third single. So, like, unless you impress me to the thing, to the point, uh, to the point that I didn't even know they existed until until we started doing this particular release here for them. And the only reason why they're probably on the chart is because literally, if you look at the cover here, they're all in bikinis. I mean, it's sad to say, but that's how the Japanese industry works. You know, for for me, it's just... 
there's there's nothing more that the idol community for a summer song can do for the most part that can really surprise me how case in point we're gonna get to another release that i know that it's a group that you love absolutely love gray but just it just never worked for you for the most part but we'll we'll get to that in a bit here but regardless you know toto choto joho fute fuante natsu Ochano mama wa horoba ikeru no ba showa omo ryomo wa watashitachi wa shiken shiken nare and yoru dore mi dream sold fairly well at 77,558 copies here and going on up to number 5 it is stars by bees i mean it's it's at this point there's nothing much more that we can really elaborate on even even though if only half the song was available we can, can we can speculate how that how the rest of that song was going to be <laughs> i i will say you know i i would have loved to have heard the the full song in, in its totality but I, I will say it was a refreshing break from you, you know idol. What, <laughs> little yeah, idol. Yeah. Like it, it was it was nice to hear Stars by Bees. It's like I don't know if it'll go on to be my favorite song of the year or anything like that, but you know for for this this last month like I, I was kind of glad it was there because I needed the, the small reprieve that it was. Yeah, so I think B Stars was was something out of all the ones we listened to today, it stood out the most. And it's really because of B style, their impact in the industry, and I absolutely love stars. And it felt like a breath of fresh air to hear them to to just take it all in. And going from the last one I listened to, and then listening to Bees, I'm like, oh my god, this is what I needed just because they're they're just their vocals the the music i mean it also takes me back because there's a lot of nostalgia with bees for me so i just i enjoyed this and i also loved love love seeing them on here so we could talk about them But yeah, regardless, for stars, it sold wonderfully at 136,457 copies here. And going on up to number four, it is Natsu Matope by Equals Love. Nothing much more I can say about this. It's another idle summer song release here. I am going to go crazy. I remember when I was introducing these songs to you. I, I literally said that if all four of these songs sound very similar, I am going to snap. I almost snapped at number four here. <laughs> Which is sad because you had three more to go through. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Just at four, gosh. Yeah. And it's pretty, well, I mean, number one shaked it up quite a bit, but... <laughs> But you know, for Natsu Matope, it's it's just there. I mean, to be honest, out of the next three songs we're gonna talk about, the middle song was the 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 middle release that we're gonna talk about was the one that I actually liked the most, even though it's literally trying to breathe life into a corpse here. But 
you know, with Natsu, uh, Natsu Matope, it, it did what it needed to do. I'm pretty sure people who really love Equals Love's style of uh, releases will love this release. I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of fans did love this release when it came out. It's just not, for, for me, it's not driving because I've, I've been there, done that. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, Natsuma Tope is... It's alright by Equals Love. I mean, Equals Love, they can be hit and miss. They've had, like, some really good stuff. Uh, but this really uh, was a... I don't know, to me, this was a bit of a disappointment. Uh, and, you know, it's a meaty release, too. You know, it's... Uh, Five songs. Uh, I I will say uh, Dakara Tote I I thought was the strongest song on this release, uh, and I thought Heroines was unlistenable. I, I did not like that one at all. But uh, overall, I was like, well, you know, it's it's all right for what it is. But you know, again in July, it's like, whew, man, it's like, how much more of kind of the same thing can you really tolerate uh it just doesn't it just doesn't stand out a whole lot and i uh, i'm glad it sold the numbers it did but you know i don't know if anyone's going to be talking about this in a month it's just i just don't see it having much staying power yeah so i mean equal love is always hit hit or miss for me and Natsuma uh, Topa was pretty much the same in that aspect. I mean, it was okay, but it also felt like your typical forgettable equal love song that you're just going to disregard later. And that makes me sad because I really do want to see more from equal love. Because when they hit, they hit. But when they miss, it just becomes forgettable and just makes me a little sad. So, I mean, I still think they had some good vocals in it, but just that aspect of I'm going to forget this one next month or next year just is unfortunate. Yeah, R regardless, this week or this month, it sold a lovely 184 copies, 471 copies here. Going on up to number three, it is Sukini Nachata by SKE48. Now, I, like I said a little bit earlier here, out of all the summer releases that we're going to talk about, I specifically liked this one. Well, like is a very strenuous word here didn't mind this one the most i'll say that much and it, and i the only reason why i'll say this is because they literally drug up a song from the dead to be a part of this song and that is you know SKE is probably their best summer song which is padoo padoo uh, emerald it's it's a song that is near and dear to my heart so i have a little bit of bias here for this release because of the fact that they included it uh, an updated version of it you know i i initially watched the music video being filmed i, I snuck on f sat there i was literally 
five feet away from Matsui Jurino, who just ate it, jumping off a cliff. And that was that was the funniest thing that I've ever saw in my life. And there's a couple other things that I've that I'll never forget watching them film this particular music video. But with Tsukini Nachata, you know, it's there. It's it's probably it's a very very good path that they need to get on here. Granted, my feelings for how the 48s and 46s are handling certain stuff is aside here, but the fact that you know hey we're gonna bring back our best summer release also cries a little bit of desperation because of that no i think you're really onto something with this i i think you're you're pretty much hitting the nail on the head there uh this was uh i i liked it because it was kind of like i don't know back to basics like you know ske yeah. 48 it's just kind of been Honestly, they're a group I keep forgetting is still around, which Hell, is surprising. You half know? the other 48 members, I mean, remember, Gray, there's five 48 groups out there. We only hear, at a good rate, one of them. And then we forget, like, for example, NGT. We usually forget about them. Uh, we had, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you the last time I saw NGT 48. On, yeah. on the charts like it, it's been a long time uh so. but yeah no you know it is kind of a nice ode to older days and stuff like that uh this though and it's it's a nice summer track uh suki ni not uh chata it, it's a nice summer track uh for what it is but you know, I I think this might be a one-off. Really, I, I it's it's hard to tell with SKE forty-eight, but they just I I don't know if they know what they're doing anymore, and it just it shows because it's just like it seems like they're all over the place. So, I mean, if they can come out with another release that's kind of in this vein, may maybe they they you know just I. You know, it's it, I. I think that there's obviously the girls' idol industry needs rent, uh, innovations, but at the same time, there's some groups that have gone so far off the rails. I think they just kind of need to come back to basics. So hope you know. And this sounded to me like a good back to basics release, but you know, I I don't know if they're gonna keep in this line or if they're gonna try to. You know, reinvent the wheel more, or who knows what what SKE forty eight is going to do. But we'll wait and see when when they do it. I guess. So I feel those same sentiments, uh, Sukini Nachata. I I just didn't care for it. It really felt very disjointed and forgettable and it makes me sad because like Mushiki Naido is one of my favorite SK48 songs and just to hear that and then hear what hear like where they've come now and just how unmemorable they've really become I mean, to me L Luna you say that but that song was released around the time 
we started the podcast and we're on our fifth year at this point. That is true. I mean, it has been a long, long time. And I still revisit it, though. I feel like Mm. that's the thing. If I didn't revisit it, I probably wouldn't, you know, bring that one up. But I feel like I liked that track initially. And I actually do still go back to it. And I bought it. Mm. With I feel like with Sukini Nachata, I I feel like I've really fallen out, and it did feel all over the place. I I was listening to this one in the car too, and this that's usually my like time to really let things sink in because I like my music very loud. And there was a couple songs in this this EP I couldn't finish because of the talking, and I know Sukini Nachata didn't have as much in it, but there I. It was one of the latter half tracks that I skipped over. And I'm like, nope, I cannot do this. And that was kind of, I don't know. I I just couldn't get into it. It I know it was supposed to be like a summary song, but it didn't get me in that summary mood. And I, I'm trying to be nice, but I don't know how to be nice right now. <laughs> it's not for but me, yeah, but... I mean, yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're vocal, you've been very vocal about how you feel about that, uh, about the 48s and 46s in the past, but regardless, this month it sold 348,414 copies here, and going on up to number two, it is, am I ready? By Hinatazaka46, let me just ask you this, Gray, are you ready? No. No, I'm not. I, I'm not. Lady no one's at ready. All. I'm not lady <laughs> at all for this. So, uh, uh, you, you know, I, I've I've gone to bat for Hinatazaka 46. I don't know how many times. Uh, and and I will always go to bat for them when, you know, they drop a song. I I know, it's not. Because, you know, that that is Hinatazaka 46. They're not reinventing the wheel. They never have. I don't think they ever will. They are tried and true idol as far as the eye can see. Uh, and sometimes, the, you know, I have always said they're very consistent with what they do. And, and they typically have been, but the past two releases have been really subpar for, for me, I I didn't care for the last one. Am I ready? I didn't like this one either, and I don't know why. Uh, it just it doesn't come together. I think maybe if it was released in a vacuum, I would like it a bit more than what I did. But I mean, when you hear Ochanorma equals love, SKE forty eight, and you're like. Oh my lord! I you, you know it's like by the time you get to, am I ready? I'm like, I, I just it's just not. I I think the brand of Hinatazaka Forty Six just being what they are, I think really kind of hurt them this time around because like by the time I heard, am I ready? I was I was kind of done with idol music, and. I would feel the same way about the next one if they didn't shake it up quite a lot. But uh, just, like I said, I like Hinatazaka 46. This is not... I am i don't think they're in danger of losing me as a fan right now. 
But like I said, the past two releases have been a little lackluster. And I think I would like this one a bit more if it was dropped in a vacuum. But it came out in one of the heaviest idol episodes we've had in a long time. If not the heaviest. I, I don't remember the last time we had, what, seven idol groups to talk about? This Six, yep. seven idol groups? Like, it is just... <laughs> it's it's it it was a it was a rough one, uh, but you know it is what it is. I I'm a fan. I I'm always happy to see what they do next, and seeing them on the Oricon always brings a smile to my face, even if I don't like what I'm hearing. But yeah, I don't know. I I think this is of all the ones that we talked about today. I can see myself going back. Because I'm a fan of Hinata Zaka 46, because I'm a fan of their brand and their style, I could see giving this one another shot when there's more room to breathe in 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 that, if that makes any sense. But just Am I Ready, to me, was just a really lackluster release as a whole, uh, at least today while listening to it. Like I said, I want to go back and listen to it uh, in a when it a bit more distance from some other stuff because uh, as a fan I think I might would like it but just right now not today yeah so with Am I Ready I, I honestly don't have much to say you already know how I feel about the idol stuff but given that some of the b-side songs were actually way better than am i ready i actually thought oh my god i ugh, sorry i actually liked that one i thought it was decent they had good vocals and i thought i know hiko hiko kumori was okay I really felt like the B-sides were better than the main track. And the funny thing is with Apple, like, Am I Ready? And Garasu Maro Gayo Goto... Okay, I'm just going to stop talking. The first and the last track. Sorry, I'm just trying to gather my thoughts right now. Um, So the first and the last track I didn't care for, but those are the ones that people apparently start on Apple. I, I thought some of the other ones were better, though. So it's not like the whole single, you know, as a whole was bad. I There were some that they had on the Am I Ready EP that I thought were pretty decent. And I know with Hinata Zaka 46, they really have tried to, you know, do some things, change some things. So I wouldn't call it a whole wash. I didn't care for Am I Ready. It felt very generic. But I will say there were some other ones that I did enjoy and thought were better. Yeah, I wasn't ready. Like, like for this particular release, I, it just really strings my whole point that I've been harping on this entire episode. You know, and Hinatazaka puts it to a point that I don't, I can't, I can't, I really can't anymore with the idols at this point. The only thing that will change me over is literally what number one is going to be. And, you know... We'll get to there right now because I am ready. Sold four hundred forty-eight thousand two hundred nine copies. Number one, it's "Start Over" by Sakurazaka Forty Six. Now you talk about literally starting over. 
This is the song they should have released. This should have been their debut. Because they have a sound now. They aren't clout chasing, trying to be like, yeah, we are Kiyaki Zaka. This is different from the other songs that we've heard from Hinata Zaka and Nogi Zaka. You know, granted, they're both aimless at this point. Well, Hinata Zaka has their own idol stuff, but Nogizaka is blatantly aimless at this point. But this is a good start for them to literally start over because they need this. They needed this particular release. While I might not have cared for the other songs on this release, start over as a A-side track. To show to the masses that we're ready to literally shit off what Kiyakizaka 46 was into this new path. They needed this release. I would say this is their best release they've done as Sakura Zaka. Uh, no, I, I agree with you 100%. I think this is easily their best release that they've done since, uh, you know, becoming Sakura Zaka 46. Uh, and I agree that this is where they should start it, you know, start over is what really they, they should have done, you know, start over. Uh, this was a great release. I loved all seven tracks uh, on the special edition. I thought they were all really good, but uh, start over was really the standout. And I, I really enjoyed this release. I think it is their best release to date. I, I really would have loved to have seen this two years ago, uh, but uh, they're getting here now. Uh, let's see if they maintain it because I, you know, th my concern, uh, my concern usually is, is, is this a one-off? Is it not? I mean, uh, they've kind of been swinging in this direction. I remember their last release was a bit better than their typical stuff, but this, this is a good fresh jumping off point for the group and we'll see what they do now uh and i you know let's hope they start over turn over that new leaf and really just continue to be their own group it's like they don't need to live in the shadow of kakazaka 46 i mean that was their own group and you know even though it's a lot of the same members this they it needed a different identity and i think they're finally starting to get there with this so I, I do agree with both of you. I actually like Start Over. I thought it was, I was pleasantly surprised, especially after listening to Am I Ready and Tsukini Nacha. I, I love Start Over and I don't think it was just because those two were very bland, but I feel like it was very refreshing and hearing something different from them, like they're really trying to break out of what they've been doing. And I loved that. I also thought not only Start Over was good, Seijaku no Boraku was also really good. I liked Anthem Time. Ishun no Uma was probably one of my other favorite tracks. Their Start Over EP and the Special Edition as a whole, I thought was phenomenal. And I really thought they shined in this, and I'm glad to see they went this path, and I really hope they continue it. Yeah, now, regardless, 
you know, it sold fairly well this month. It sold 467,058 co- uh, copies here. And let's kind of go over here to what the albums was selling. Because, you know, four, 400,000 isn't a whole much for a single. Let's let's do see what the albums are doing here. And it's understandable. You know, you got new jeans. That's new hotness for K-pop. I've been seeing here niju with coconut is also on here misamo which is the japanese members of twice's their their subgroup with masterpiece i'm actually listening to it as well it's also doing very very well and tomorrow X together with sweet and then finally number one pop mall by nani niwa danchi which is their second album here i'm very mad that they didn't continue with their their naming scheme for their second album because you know you had a an easy layup with their with their first album which is called first love you could have just called the second one second love and just do whatever number but no, they want to be in, they want to be oh, traditional what, oh, <laughs> why would they do that I, uh no no i agree with you ken it's i love it when they they do stuff like that because i don't it it makes it easy to keep count too it's like ah how many albums are they five or you know whatnot this would be you know second love would have been a great name for an album third love fourth love like you know like that would have been great but no they have to they have to mix it up yeah so but I mean, you know, all of it sold about four hundred thousand copies here, so it's not not shaking up the market all too much. But regardless, I want to say thank you for listening to this wonderful episode of Ungakidu. You can check out all our lovely social medias at Twitter and Instagram at Ungakidu. Oh, sorry, X and Instagram. I gotta get used to saying that again. I had I had this talk with Lou about that as well. But you can follow our affiliates. Curry Hunter, who is a retro streamer, you can check him out by looking up all his Digimon stuff. He was going through, he was going through Legend of Zelda right now. So go check him out by looking up Twitch.tv/CoreyHunter K Y O R Y U H U N T E R. You can also check out our affiliate TimberTaff, who is a variety streamer as well. You can check him out at Twitch.tv/TimberTaff T I M B R T A F T. You can also check out your sister Luna. Rose, who is probably very excited about all the lovely news that got released with Final Fantasy XIV, can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our affiliate author, Name. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash Name. F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast where me, Lou, Timber, and Fangirl talk about the gaming stuff at Podosaurus. This week we talked about... Final Fantasy 16 and X gonna give it to ya and all the lovely stuff about Digimon and his latest Lou obsession if you wanna check that out go look up Cory Hunter same as his Twitch handle on all podcast streaming services you can follow me on X and Instagram at OTYKen1 where I talk about Bang Dream Ainiaiba Roboco Herobo and Joshi Pro Wrestling where can we follow you Luna? You can follow me on all the lovely social medias such as the X or X, my anime list, anime planet, Kitsu, letterboxed, serialized as Luna Maria87. You can follow me. Also follow me on Instagram as Nerdy Collector Luna. 
all these places I talk about, what I'm watching, what I'm listening to. You can see photos of my crazy cats as well. And what about you, Gray? You can follow me on X at Ongaku Gray, where I post about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. If you're interested in what I'm up to, just follow me there. But yeah. I want to say thank you so much for listening to this wonderful episode of Ungakadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Catch you next time. Jamatane. And this is great. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll be right back here next time. Bye-bye.